0: Hey everyone, I hope you're all doing well this week, and welcome back to Cafecito con Estrellita. Now, we all know the drill. Before we get started into this podcast, we all need to make sure we have our caffeine with us. Once again, just like in my previous episode, I actually have my coffee today in my hot pink hydro flask. And I honestly love this thing like it keeps everything cold or hot. I mean, we all know how hydro flasks work now I specifically Really love mine in particular because the lid is hot pink. It's a straw and The actual hydro flask is hot pink itself now If you want to actually see my hydro flask go ahead and follow my instagram cafecito con estrellita because not only will you see the cutest hot pink hydro flask in the world but also the support would be super awesome because as we all know the the more audience members i can build on my podcast platforms social media platforms the no the more it will help me in the long run to really grow this podcast and just you know share my thoughts and stories that will then empower the Latinx community while also you know sharing a bit of my Americanized lifestyle so let's go ahead and get right into the fact of the day now this one I actually found super intriguing so you guys birth control was actually started in mexico i'm not even kidding let me go ahead and read you the fact like word by word because i have it written down in my laptop to make sure that i say it correctly but luis ernesto miramontes cardenas that's when you know he's latinx because i mean just listen to that whole name (laughs) anyways so luis at 25 years old was a chemist that came up with the chemical compound that would become the first birth control and it started in 1951 and till this day we're still all using different types of birth control con, con- I can't even talk right now you guys and I'm not even going to try and say that fancy word but basically till this day in the 21st century 2020 People are still using birth control till this day, and I think it's pretty awesome that it started in Mexico, so just thought I shared that with all of you. It's just so funny because it's actually pretty popular and common for people in the Latinx community to have like a long, long name. Kind of like, I don't know if you guys remember, but growing up, there used to be this show called The Sweet Life of Zack and Cody, And I used to be so obsessed with it. Not only because I thought the twin boys were like adorable and they were kind of my little crushes growing up, but also in the show, there was a, there was a what's what are they what is what was he called a bell service man like he'd basically open the door for the guests coming into the hotel and he'd also be like pushing in the guests bags and like those hotel rolly carts wow I really sound super uneducated because I can't even remember any of these words to save my life but anyways so that young older man who worked at the Tipton Hotel he had a super long name it was Esteban ricardo julio montez da 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 dot like it was i think about 10 names and that just made up his whole name at once and even though it was like you know they made it super extra because it's a tv show that's actually a lot of like a lot of latinx people's like biggest struggle they have like so many they have like so many names and it's like how does it even fit in their birth certificate and low-key i'm kind of jealous because my name is literally just Estrella Serrato, No middle name, no second last name, nothing. And like, my three sisters, they all have middle names. And it's just like, what happened to me? Like, I don't know. Maybe Estrella didn't rhyme right with a middle name. I don't know. But I do sometimes feel a little left out. And well, I don't know. Like, if you happen to be in my shoes where you're like, you're Mexican or any other, you know, like, Salvadorian, Ecuadorian, anything like that, and you happen to only have, like, a simple name, like, Estrella Cerato, no middle name or nothing, feel free to let me know so then I know I'm not the only one. And you can let me know, again, like, on my Instagram or Twitter. Just follow it all, Cafecito con Estrellita, and share with me that. (laughs) Now, I generally do hope you guys are having a good week. Like, I feel like my week's going pretty well. I actually also bought, like, a brand new MacBook Air, which, okay, unless you know me personally, I've had the same MacBook Air since 2012, 2013, and it was one that my grandpa bought me as soon as I started community college, which, that's why, like, I made sure to take care of it really well, or as well as I could, and, like, I'm just, it's gone with me through community college, through Santa Barbara, through so many trips, like, this laptop has been everywhere however i desperately needed a new laptop because a lot of like the new features that is available on apple products i actually can't have on my macbook air because it's like let's see let me do the math it's like seven eight years old so a lot of the new features it can't be used on this one so i had to go ahead and get another one which i mean i'm excited about like let's be real everyone gets excited for new things it's just like if i could have just saved myself a little more money and just like push through with the laptop i have right now to continue on with schooling and like new editing features for this podcast i would but however that's just not how it works and i mean am i really that surprised i mean it's apple for crying out loud like Even if your phone, like let's say you have an iPhone 5 and I'm saying this because that was me at one point. So I had an iPhone 5 for about two years and it was still working in the sense that I can make phone calls, I can send iMessages and I can go on Instagram, but that's about it. Like any other app I tried using like Snapchat or if I tried going on like Twitter, my phone would start to heat up. And let me just tell you, when I had the iPhone 5, like it was when the iPhone X's and the iPhone 11, sorry if I'm not saying all the right lingo, it was when all those iPhones were coming out. So you can just imagine how like messed up my iPhone 5 was getting. So it got to the point where I literally had no choice and had to go ahead and get the iPhone 11, which no regrets, but it's just like, I try to cling on to, like, the older generation phones to, you know, save a couple dollars, especially because I'm not really on my phone too much, like, during the week, like, probably when I'm getting ready for bed or, like, listening to podcasts, but other than that, I'm not really on my phone like how I used to be, so having to get a new phone when I was perfectly fine with my iPhone 5, and also with my iPhone 5, it really made me not be on my phone so much because it would heat up, which... In the long run was good for me too so i wouldn't have to be like you know just so tied to my screen but i don't know this is also just me ranting and coming up with excuses because i was annoyed to have to like you know spend money on a new phone if my old phone was still working but then it stopped working because well new phones are coming out i don't know but then again i'm talking like this but then i'll go ahead and spend like a hundred dollars on makeup like every two months so you pick and choose where your money goes, my friends. <laughs> All right, so let's get this moving along. Now, if you happen to be a Selena Gomez fan, I want you to go ahead and raise your hand. And if for some reason you can't really raise your hand and because you're doing something that requires both hands, I don't know. I mean, I know I listen to podcasts when I'm like driving or like cleaning and stuff, so yeah but anyways if you can raise your hand and I'm with you girl because honestly like I love her so much like I've been such a fan of her since I was like a teenager not only because like you know she was always just super cute and like humble and whatnot but also just just seeing her grow up throughout the years and like feeling like I grew up alongside her I really value and admire a lot of the morals And actions that she puts out into the universe. Now, the reason why I want to like, you know, spend some time talking about Selena Gomez for this episode. Is not only because one, I have the biggest girl crush ever. But two, she is definitely one of the many. And again, let me say it again. One of the many influencers, celebrities, however you want to categorize her. She is one of the many that is really using her voice to make a difference for the Black Lives Matter movement. And I find it very important and amazing that she's still doing that because I'm sure most of us have noticed for like about a couple weeks, all we would see on social media and news outlets was the Black Lives Matter protests or news about different ways to donate to different organizations or ways to or we would hear like influencers talk about like different ways that we can support the black community if we're not out protesting for whatever reasons like that was going on for a good couple of weeks however there does tend to be a thing that like when it comes to social media and news outlets that Certain things can kind of come off like a trend. Now, there are probably many individuals that got into the Black Lives Matter movement hypes, but they just viewed it as purely hypes. Just because, well, there's so many things that get viewed as hypes. Like, I mean, I can't think of any at the top of my head, but I'm pretty sure many of you know. It's kind of like, okay, this is more of like a silly example, but. I hope it will suffice. It's kind of like when you see a meme of like, remember that one meme of the guy that like he was kind of pouring salt out of his fingers and it's just like making it rain salt. Oh my gosh, I feel so old. But it was a meme like that that was kind of hyped and everyone was just pushing it up, everything like that. I'm not trying to say the Black Lives Matter movement is a meme, it's not. It's just the way I'm trying to describe it as is the thing is to many people protesting, posting on their social medias and informing themselves about, about the Black Lives Matter movement, to many people they see it as a hype. What I really admire about many influencers, specifically Selena Gomez, is that they're making sure that the Black Lives Matter movement is not just seen as a hype because it's not. Black Lives Matter is a very important movement and it needs to be known that black individuals deserve the respect and deserve kindness and they just deserve to be treated as people overall just like anybody else because they've just if you really have taken the time to like look into the black history that we've had here in the united states in latin america anywhere it's just they have suffered so much and if you are feeling as if the black lives matter movement isn't really affecting you or affecting your personal life that just shows that you are privileged you are privileged enough to not have to worry about receiving the consequences that black individuals receive just because you don't have the same skin tone as them. So that's why you don't educate yourself. And that's why there's many people that are just viewing this whole Black Lives Matter movement as the hype. And we need to make sure, especially as a society as a whole, to make sure that this is not seen as a hype, and Selena Gomez is making sure of that. For example, like, when everything was really, really kicking off after the George Floyd thing happened and vocalizing more and more about Brianna Taylor, Selena Gomez, she took the time to post on her Instagram that she knew that she still had a lot to learn about the Black community. However because she knows on her Instagram, she has about 181 million followers. She knows that her voice can really go out to many, that many people will hear it and many people will take and take what is posted on her Instagram as a lesson. So what she did is she actually came into contact with a lot of black leaders And basically had them, had those black leaders each have a turn to post anything informative that they wanted per post. And talk about what they're doing personally to improve the Black Lives Matter movement overall. And I thought that was amazing. Because only someone like Selena Gomez would openly admit that she knows she needs to learn more. But that doesn't mean that she doesn't want to use her platform, her very, very popular platform for good. She wants it to be used for good. So she went out of her way to start to do that. Now that lasted for a good couple of weeks. And you know, I actually also kind of loved it too, that one of the black leaders that was posted is actually an actor from Vampire Diaries. He was in, I I believe it was season five. No. Either season four or season five. It was when Elena and Caroline and Bonnie were going off to college for the first time. If you're not a Vampire Diaries fan, it's okay. You can kind of block this out. I'm a huge fan. But if you are, you probably know what I'm talking about. Anyways, so one of the black leaders that was on her, featured on her Instagram, he was actually an act like an actor for a couple episodes for the Vampire Diaries. I'm not going to go too much into it in case you start to like watch that show and I don't want to spoil anything about his role or you'll basically know who he is once you reach like season four or season five all right now Selena Gomez had been doing that for a while and now that I've noticed that's kind of in this week that people haven't really been posting much about the protests like they were like previous weeks before and that's where my whole concern is as well and that's why I'm talking about how we can't let the Black Lives Matter movement just be another hype because it's not. These are people's real lives that deserve to have positive change. So another amazing thing that Miss Selena Gomez did is she actually, hold on, I need to open up this article because once again, just like I've mentioned before, I am a huge LinkedIn fan. It's like Out of all the social media platforms it's like linkedin linkedin's just it for me and there we go all right so i found this article on linkedin but it was written and published by billboard.com and it's titled selena gomez teams with plus one to launch black equality fund everyone needs to have their voices heard so basically, I'm gonna try and sum it all up, but I'll actually copy and paste the link in the show notes below of this podcast episode, so in case you're curious, you wanna read it. But basically, Selena Gomez, she's, once again, doing what she can to give back to the community and make sure that this doesn't die down as a hype. So she's tweeted and tweeted and vocalized that, She's like again collabing with Plus One to launch a Black Equality Fund, and what that is is that the money that is donated will then be used to continue to create awareness for this Black Lives Matter movement to keep fighting for change. And the Plus One, um, the, plus, the the Selena Gomez and Plus One, it actually seems that. They, the other reason why they're working close together is because it's also part of like a. It seems like Plus One also takes a part in making sure that all celebrities that want to use their voice, that have a lot of followers, know that they can collab with Plus One to make sure that money and change is actually made, which I think is pretty awesome. Now, The article is also saying that about 10 organizations will also receive funds from Plus One and Selena Gomez into making sure that positive change is made. And a couple of of examples of these organizations, their titles are Black Future Lab, Fair Count, African American Policy Forum, Know Your Rights Campaign, movement for black lives and many more. Again, I could sit down and like read the rest of these organizations, but I'm just going to go ahead and copy and paste the link down below in case you want to take the time to read it and educate yourself as well. And I just think that's so awesome because she's not going to let the hype die down. I mean, she's not going to let this turn into a hype kind of like when she came when she came out with the undocumented series on netflix and the 13 reasons why series on netflix it's like this woman this latina woman who was born and raised in texas made it over here in california she really uses her platform to really educate and want to make a difference. And not only does she want to make the difference for like the Latinx community, because again, like, I don't know if you watched that Undocumented series, I did. And oh my goodness, let me just tell you, just by the first episode, I was in tears. When I watched 13 Reasons Why, season one, tears, tears, I tell you. And obviously, well, I sat, wanted to sit through that first season because one, huge Selena Gomez fan, and two, I have two younger sisters who at the time were around the teenage age, so I wanted to make sure that I was continuing to educate myself in how there's different ways that kids could receive bullying and how we have to do what we can to remind our teenagers that they're not alone, suicide's not an option. So, I'm starting to get into a ram, a little ramble, but basically what I'm saying, Selena Gomez, she's advocated for suicide, she's advocated for her undocumented people, and now she's really advocating and using her voice for the black community. Honestly, if you're not a Selena Gomez fan, I think you should be now, because she is doing what she really can to make a difference. And I just think that's awesome. Now, if you're still listening to this episode, you're probably thinking, wow, Estrellita really likes Selena Gomez. Oh my gosh. Well, honestly, yeah, because like I mentioned earlier, like, wow, I really think this podcast episode is going to be all about her, but that's okay. But yeah, I really am. And to be honest, like, she is just someone I've always looked up to even though she's probably only a year or two older than me. I can't really remember. Anyways, and I just love that in any situation she may find herself in, she always handles handles it with class. And with every album she's released, like even though she's not like constantly releasing albums every year or like every two years like you know she takes pretty long gaps it's like every album she comes out with the year that it comes out it's kind of like at least for me i resonate with it so much and it makes me feel like selena kind of knows what's going on with my life that's why she made this album (laughs) which okay it's just probably me like wanting to be like oh my gosh she thinks of me but no that's not the case but The other thing I really also wanna just talk about that I admire about her is the fact that she is so in tune with her emotions. Now, I know, especially as a woman, for a woman to get to that level where you're just so filled with so much self-love that you don't really care what anybody thinks, and for you to just be, as a woman, to be able to just feel like you're on top of the world you had really needed to in the past go through a lot of emotional obstacles to help you get there like for example the whole Justin Bieber thing like i remember like i growing up i actually like also had a crush on Justin Bieber he was actually my first first celebrity crush ever like not even Zach and Cody like I had mentioned earlier like it was legit Justin Bieber now I actually stopped being a fan of him of his the moment he cheated on Selena Gomez and yes I'm 25 years old and I still advocate that when people are like why don't you like Justin Bieber I'm like I don't really like him because he cheated on Selena Gomez I don't know maybe it's just me taking girl girl girlfriend code to a different level but hey I stand by what I say so him doing that and and then being on and off and then Selena like taking time off from dating him completely and started dating other individuals but then found herself dating him again just for her and Justin to break up and him be engaged to another woman in less than two months and then married it's like if that is not an emotional roller coaster filled with confusion and pain and insecurity. I don't know what is. And for Selena Gomez to go through all of that in public, the public eye, and still come out of it strong, where now she has a song called Look at Her Now, and she also has a makeup line coming out in midsummer it's called rare beauty and i just found out about it not too long ago and for someone that has 181 million subscribers who has sponsorships with coach who has worked closely with netflix in producing series and whatnot like she was able to do all of this while still dealing with that emotional pain she felt from all the obstacles she went with, went through with Justin Bieber, I think it says a lot. And it makes me respect her so much that even when she probably fell at her lowest, when he got married and engaged to someone else in like two months, I just respect her taking the time she needed off. I mean, we didn't even have an album from her for years and then it's like once her and Justin Bieber officially officially broke up and he ended up with Hailey Bieber we st- that just like I felt like it added another year or two until we got her new album out Rare which came out literally a day after my birthday like oh my gosh if that's not fangirling I don't know what is so she did all that and she took the time off but i felt like the time she took off those years just being more silent on social media really working on herself is the reason why she came out with such an awesome album like Rare which is why she felt the power and the confidence to do all to continue doing all these other projects that we've seen throughout these years and now well like i said like really protesting and fighting for the rights of the black community and launching her rare beauty makeup line which by the way will be available on sephora you know what salita gomez should probably sponsor me yeah like i'm literally dedicating a whole episode to her and guys like if if anyone actually sits through this whole episode, I will appreciate it so much. Like, you don't understand. Like, I can literally talk about Selena Gomez for hours. And I don't want to say that I have an obsession because I honestly don't. I just, like, I just know so much about her. And it's, like, I mean, I don't have her posters hung up on my wall or anything. And, like, I mean, I don't have her on my phone covers or anything like that. But, like, I don't know. I just, I keep up with, like, life, And it probably has to do with the fact that, like, I mean, I have her on Instagram, I'm constantly reading articles, and she happens to be one of the popular celebrities that gets mentioned a lot, especially on Latinx platforms such as Me Too, or, well, I can't really say Better Like. Better Like is kind of like Me Too, or it's another latinx platform that like you know they focus on comedy skits empowering the latinx community but i can't really remember if they also like talk about like news and politics stuff the same way that me too does but i'll get back to you guys on that with another episode or you can go ahead and research it yourself and let me know what you find in the comments below on my Instagram platform. I'm just really trying to get you guys to check out my Instagram because, again, this podcast just means so much to me because I feel like it's a space for me to not only talk and share my thoughts, but to also feel like I have some amazing girlfriends that are just like listening and are pretty attentive and maybe like getting enlightened in their own way about a lot of these conversations that I'm bringing up. And so we've reached that time in the podcast where I have to start closing it off. And before I share the quote of the day, I actually want to like give you a little background on it. So recently, well, actually, I kind of started this during when quarantine really, really took effect where we weren't supposed to leave at all, except for like if we needed groceries, like go out once a week for your groceries but only get your groceries and go back home like quickly and since then i've actually started journaling and during this time of journaling i started to journal all my feelings in english in one like pink little notebook i have and then to like continue practicing on my spanish because i just i love the spanish language so much i actually also purchased Michelle Michelle Obama's Becoming Journal. Now, I know a lot of us are familiar with Michelle Obama's Becoming book. However, she also has like the journal that can come with it where it basically has like, like again, it's your own personal journal and it gives you a lot of, how can I say this? It gives you like little prompts or little questions that you can answer for yourself and just journal it down. And until you feel like you answered that question for yourself, or until, you know, you feel like you wrote enough, that's why these quotes or these little prompts are there. Now, the journal that I have from her, I actually picked it up in Spanish because, again, like I wanna keep writing my Spanish. So the page that I'm on in this diary, the prompt that it says up here, well, starting with it, it starts with, para mí, aprender es algo mágico. Now, in case um, you're a listener that isn't that familiar with the Spanish language, which is totally fine, because trust me, I've been in your shoes Or believe it or not, there was a time in my life where I did not under- understand Spanish at all, and I thought that was I was kind of like, come on, say, I like, like, you know, learn some Spanish. And thankfully I did. However, the only reason why I didn't want to learn Spanish before was literally for pure laziness. But I can make that for another episode if you guys are interested. But that doesn't mean that I'm not aware that there are some people that they just don't learn the Spanish language. Because, I mean, they didn't grow up with it. And that's okay. For me, I personally had no excuse because I grew up with... My grandparents speaking Spanish, my parents speaking Spanish, but literally just due to laziness. And yeah, that's pretty much it. I just didn't learn it. And then I did, but then I didn't. And well, now I just want to keep my lengua, my Spanish tongue. So, para mí aprender es algo mágico is basically translated to, for me, learning is something magical. And I really resonated with that because, I don't know, I just feel like these past few weeks, especially with the Black Lives Matter movement, the more research that's, not even research, but the more articles that are being put out about COVID-19, it just, I feel like I'm just learning more and more than I ever have before about things I should have been more aware of my, I want to say my whole life, but like. I, mean, I guess since my whole teenage adulthood life, I should have been more woke about. I mean, I didn't know COVID-19 was going to be a thing, but I mean, like, i am had a time in my life where, like, I'm actually reading articles for fun. And I kind of wish it was always like that for me. Like, it was, but to an extent. And it was only really pushed on me as if it was a school assignment. But now it's like, even though there are so many cons going on with the world right now at the same time i could see some pros coming out in the sense that yes we are still having to protest for positivity for the black lives matter movements however i feel like a pro for this is in the sense that like now more people especially privileged people and I'm also going to put myself in that little bubble because I didn't really start to study the black community until like all of this started to arise this year but because of COVID-19 and all of this going on now I'm getting more educated and I feel like other people are like continuing to educate themselves and then it's just causing all people the more they educate themselves about like other racial groups the more the more we can try and understand each other better which I think you know that's pretty awesome and we should continue to do that so like I said there's always pros and cons in whichever situation you find yourself in and well you know that's something I'm grateful for and that's why the beginning of that prompt in my Michelle Obama journal really caught my attention because it's like yeah learning is magical to me and I feel like it especially is right now. All right, everyone. So I'm going to go ahead and end this episode. Thank you so much for sticking around. And well, I'll see you in the next one. Bye.